0: Down in two. Now we do. Baby, free. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway. It. Nobody here should go to Vegas Which thought better to the <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Wall Street Journal podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the San Antonio Spurs. This storied franchise had a long, long, long era of success and has probably the three best teammates of all time when you think about it, Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. In recent years, they've fell on somewhat of a hard time. They haven't made the playoffs since the 2018-2019 season, and in the most recent season, they finished with a record of 34-48, and 48, finishing as the 10th best team in the western conference they were paired up against the new orleans pelicans in the play-in tournament and unfortunately they took they took a loss um, loss 113 to 103 and this is really important for the franchise they had to figure out what their direction was going to be they had to figure out if they were in full rebuild mode or whether they wanted to try to keep running this iteration of the team out the Thing to think about here is Greg Popovich, who in February became the winningest coach of all time. He now has really, for the last three years, dealt with um, challenges that he didn't see early on in his career. He's with young guy young players trying to help them win, but also trying to help them develop. And it definitely takes a different type of coaching um, than what he's done you know he's been in a lot of really high intensity NBA finals games and now he's struggling to uh, help this team get wins but you know if I'm Greg Popovich this is just as meaningful and we're in the bonus round now you know he's already passed Don Nelson for first as the most winning coach in the regular season and he's got five rings he's got you know three coach of the year accolades he's he's really got everything that he needs he's gotten a chance to teach a coach the usa team and so i'm kind of glad that he stuck around with the spurs organization one he's probably earning a lot of the money that uh, he should have gotten uh for the last 20 years but two i think it really shows that he loves the game of basketball whether it's winning or losing he loves a game of basketball. And the other thing I appreciate about him is he's been in San Antonio for a long time. The fans of San Antonio really respect Greg Popovich and love Greg Popovich and he's not afraid of speaking about the political issues that um that he thinks are necessary and I and I kind of appreciate that him about him. He's he's a coach on the basketball court but he's also uh, a celebrity figure that's trying to um, enact change in the city and the state let's get back to the san antonio spurs and um, what their decision point was this offseason and so they had to make this decision whether they were going to rebuild or whether they were going to stay the same and and they made it very evident that they're in this rebuild mode they don't think that they have what it takes to win and what that meant is that they had to trade away their best player in Dejounte Murray they traded him to the Atlanta Hawks in what at the time people were raving as a huge steal from the Atlanta Hawks but you know we'll see how that susses out they traded Murray and uh got back Gallo um a 2023 first round draft pick from Charlotte 2025 2027 unprotected first picks from the Hawks and then the uh the rights to swap the pick in 2026 now this isn't the biggest haul of the offseason in terms of draft capital particularly for someone like Deshante Murray who's a really young great two-way player but I think it was the deal that the Spurs needed to to get their direction Um, they'd been this team the last couple of years where they weren't at the very bottom of the NBA they weren't getting the best draft capital uh and 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 i think they need that i think they need a couple of um you know top overall picks to help them speaking of the draft you know this year with their first overall pick they got Z- jeremy sohan who i think is a really talented defensive player and should complement the young players on this team pretty well With their uh second round in their first uh, their second pick in the first round they got blake wesley who i don't know too much for, about from notre dame but um but another, you know, another, what seems like a pretty good asset, same thing. And they also got Malachi Braham from uh, Ohio State with the 20th overall pick. And when you look at the rest of their um, off season, it was really just trying to get a bunch of young undrafted guys onto their team, just to see if any of them pan out. And, you know, The only other real significant move that they made this offseason was they extended Keldon Johnson to four years, $80 million. And I think that's a very reasonable contract for a pretty talented young player. Keldon Johnson is probably their second best player uh, last season. And what we're going to get to see this year is what do Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell have um, left in the tank and it should be a lot they have a lot of space to grow they have a lot of um they're gonna get a lot of games to make mistakes uh but they're also going to get a lot of real mba experience to help them become better players other guys on the team that i really liked last year who i hope can get a bigger role this year would be someone like josh primo um trey jones i think those are guys that will have bought themselves some additional nba playing time and when we look at the draft capital for the spurs now this is you know they don't have too many other players that they can trade away to get more capital but they'll you know in 2023 they'll have their own first round draft pick they'll have charlotte's top draft pick top 16 protected um 2024 they'll have their own first and second and then starting in 2025 they'll start having the atlanta hawks draft picks and so what the spurs are really looking for these next couple of years is to hit on some great draft picks and then hope that the atlanta experiment doesn't work out so that they'll have some future assets moving forward in my opinion um the san antonio spurs probably have the least top end talent on their team and i would not be surprised if they finish with the worst record in the nba but on the flip side of that they probably have the best coach in the nba or or at least you know top five depending on where people view uh where greg popovich is in his career and so that might get them a couple of extra wins and they might not truly finish as the worst team in the nba record wise i really do think that they're trying to hit on their you know past success of guys at the top pick if we look back to the lockout season and david robinson's injury and them getting tim duncan they're really hoping for someone like that and we've mentioned it many 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 times and in, in these in these offseason recaps but you know if they can get someone like victor when or scoot henderson um i don't think those guys in themselves will be able to make this team you know a uh a nba finals contender but that that's that's an immense talent that they hope to add this offseason I'll probably watch some of the Spurs games just because, you know, Pop is probably getting towards the end of his coaching career. And um, I want to see if he's got any magic left. I want to see what Devin Vassell and Keldon Johnson are going to do this offseason, uh, th- this regular season. And uh, that's really about it. So we'll talk to you all next time. Take care. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Sandeep, and to let all the listeners know to help us out and follow us on Instagram at bsjpod and on Twitter as well at bsjpod. You can also find all our episodes uploaded onto our website at www.bsjpod.com. Thank you.